Welcome to the Refresh Her Podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. We are heading into the week of celebrating Easter. You know, we have so much to rejoice in and to celebrate when we think about all that Easter is to us that know Christ as our Savior. When I consider the scriptures about the resurrection and even the crucifixion, I'm reminded that women really played a significant role in the crucifixion story. So I'd like for us to take a few minutes today, and let's just talk about some of the women that are talked about in the account of the crucifixion and what they did, and then what effect that can have on our lives as women. When we look at the scripture, we look at Luke chapter 23, and we find here that the crowd has definitely turned and they are yelling, crucify him, crucify him. They lead Jesus away to the place where now they are going to crucify him on the cross. And when we get to verse 27, we read, and there followed him a great company of people and of women, which also bewailed and lamented him. So here in this account, we're reading that there was a great group of people, but it specifically says that there was a group of women that followed as Christ was being taken to the cross. Now, who were these women? Why would they take the risk of following Jesus while he was being nailed to the cross? They were of the few that were still lingering near our Savior, and they followed him even though there was great risk. You see, they weren't just fans of who Jesus was or what he could do for them. There were a lot of people that followed Jesus when they knew he would provide a meal for them or if he could heal their sickness, but they didn't stay. Many of them forsook him, but they were willing to take the risk that even some of the disciples did not take. In Matthew 26, 56, we read that it says, Then the disciples forsook him and fled. But these women, they followed him all the way to the cross. They loved Jesus, and they received him as their Savior. They knew he had come to be the Messiah, and now they were following him right up to the cross. When we read verse 49, it says, And all his acquaintance and the women that followed from Galilee stood afar off, beholding these things. So they had come to the cross with the crowd. Now it's telling us that there were acquaintances of Jesus. We know that his mother was there and other people of his family were there but also, and the women that had followed him from Galilee. Now we get in our mind's eye that they are standing afar off from where Jesus is crucified on the cross at Golgotha, and they have witnessed all day long 
what has happened. The crowd was thinning more and more, but these women were there and watching from a distance. So what did they see as they were huddled together? They watched him suffer. They watched him cry out because of his thirst. They listened and they heard him ask his father to forgive these that had crucified him. They heard him speak with the thieves, one on the right and one on the left. And they were able to be witnesses, too, to the one thief that put his faith in Christ and would be meeting Jesus in paradise that day. And then they were witnesses when Jesus bowed his head and he said, it is finished, and he died. I'm sure at this point, they still couldn't understand why he had to die, why he was leaving them, why he would lay down his life, yet they followed. I wonder about their emotions. Were they bewildered? Were they thankful? We know they were grieving, and we know they were believing. So they followed, even though there was rampant emotions, their emotions all over the place, they continued to stay close to Jesus and to his cross where he was. Then the next time that we read about this group of women is in verse 55, and it reads, And the women also, which came with him from Galilee, followed after and beheld the sepulcher and how his body was laid. They had followed when Joseph of Arimathea, after Jesus' death, he had gone to ask permission to take Jesus' body and to bury it in his own tomb. And now we find that these women, they aren't satisfied to just go home now that Jesus has died. They want to go and watch where he's going to be buried because they had every intention to come back and put spices on his body. They continued to follow even though there was great remorse. I can't even imagine them following and not weeping and grieving over the death of the Lord Jesus. They already missed him. They already were mourning his death, but they've come through their tears, through the remorse, through their sadness to see where he is buried so they could return. And then the last time we hear about this group of women is in chapter 10 and verse 24. It says that a group of women, Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, they came with them and told those things which were told unto the apostles. What things did they tell the apostles? They were telling the words they had just heard from the angel. He is risen. He was alive. And can't you just imagine the joy that is in their heart now? There's no sorrow. There's no grieving now. There was great rejoicing. It's hard to even imagine the joy that they must have felt at this news. Now, you know, it's wonderful for us to have this account in our Bibles and to read about this group of women that were so faithful to follow Jesus And we can admire them, we can applaud them, we can commend them for staying close to Jesus all through the story of his death and his resurrection. But we have to take this example because everything that's written in Scripture was written aforetime that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope 
but we need to obey and follow their example. They stayed close to Jesus. What about you? What about me? Are we willing to follow the Lord Jesus that faithfully? If we did, what would it look like? Because obviously we're not going to be able to follow him to the cross as they did. But what does it look like for a woman today to stay that close and follow Christ? We know that they followed even though there was great risk. What would it look like for you and me? We have to understand, first of all, that for anyone who wants to know Jesus as their Savior, they have to come to the cross. There is no other way to the Father but through the Lord Jesus Christ. We read in John 14, verse 6, where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So we have to go to the cross to be saved. That's our first meeting of the Lord Jesus. And what risk might it be for you and me? They were risking their lives. They could have been killed as well for following Christ. But for you and me in our time, it might be just the risk of the fear of not knowing how is my life going to change? What about things that are going to have to be different now? I want us to understand, friend, please understand that Christ doesn't change us in order to save us, but he saves us so that he might change us. You don't have to fix yourself up to come to Christ. You come just as you are, and he then will change you as you walk with him closely. There could be the risk of others mocking us or not understanding what we have done. Recently, I heard the testimony of a woman who said when her husband got saved, he was so different after that decision. She watched him and she knew that he had something that she needed and she came to know Christ because of that. Could it be that when you receive the Lord Jesus as your Savior, that others around you see such a change in you that they want the same salvation that you received at the cross. The second thing we remember is that they had rampant emotions. When we come to Christ, we may be filled full of emotions too. And may we may say, but Lord, you saved me. But why is this happening in my life? Why this trial? Why is my marriage like this right now? Why is there such conflict going on in my church? But we follow Christ despite the fact that our emotions could be up and down and back and forth all over the place. We cannot live on our emotions. We have to live by the light of the truth. And the truth is the word of God. So we never doubt in the dark what we know to be true in the light. If there's something going on in your life and you're emotional about it and you're thinking, Lord, why are you allowing this to happen? Like, The women may have questioned Jesus' death. They still stayed close to him. We need to stay close to him so that he can teach us. Psalm 86, 11, teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Stay close to Christ so that you can understand his truth that he's wanting to teach you. Stay close to him, spite how you feel. The third thing that they did is they followed, even though there was great remorse in their heart. 
You know, we may have remorse over our sin that took Christ to the cross, but, you know, we do not have to live under the guilt of our sin. Jesus took all of that on himself when he died on the cross. So realize and recognize that when you place your trust in Christ, you are now placed in Christ, and God sees you justified, having never sinned because he looks through his son and he sees you. He sees the sacrifice that Christ paid on your behalf. So the remorse can be gone, but we need to keep a tender heart towards our sin. Because lastly, we can remember that there was great rejoicing. The women followed rejoicing. I'll never forget getting to go to the empty tomb in Israel and seeing what those women saw that day of Easter morning when Christ had risen from the dead. You know, you and I can understand that because we have peace with God when we're saved, we now have the peace of God to be able to live out our lives and the trials that we face, the difficulties that are before us. We know the end of the story because we are headed to heaven one day and all will be behind us. The heartache, the sorrow, the sin, the suffering will be over. Oh, that you and I would be willing to be women like those that followed Christ to the cross. Even though our days could have risk or we could be rampant with emotions or there's remorse over our sin, we can rejoice because one day we will see him face to face. Let's be counted with that faithful group of women and cling together close to Christ. This is Denise with Refresh Her, encouraging you to refresh your commitment to follow Christ no matter the cost. You can go to my blog at refreshher.com and get more encouragement and refreshment for your life. Thank you for listening today.